Welcome, everyone. You were listening to perhaps watching Not Sauce Work on the Hot Sauce Sports Podcast Network. I'm Pete Louise. I'm joined by my podcast partner, Terry Tam. How's it going, buddy? What is happening? It is a scorching day in Montreal, Quebec. Yeah, I didn't walk to the studio today. <laughs> oh, um, my God. I have a fan right behind me here. This thing is sa- it's saving my life right now. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, we, I, uh, I was going to walk over. And uh, I was talking to uh, Christian Johnston Galvez. Of uh, he's on our other show on Healthy Scratch, and he uh, he's like, "What are you? What are you up to? What do you? How come you're still hanging out at the office?" I said, "Well, I'm going to walk over to the studio like I do every Thursday." He's like, "You know, it's 40 degrees outside." Uh, so yeah, and he says, "Well, I'll just drive you if you like. If you like, wait 15 minutes, I'll just drive you." I was like, yeah, but I'm going the opposite way. He's like, dude, don't worry. I'll drive you. You're going to die if, if you walk through yeah, the yeah. halfway. So I'm happy I got a ride, which is nice. Um, um, yesterday, nice. We, we spent the day in the by the pool. So like, I didn't feel the heat yesterday, but I would have much of much rather swapped that day for today. Today is yeah. brutal. Whatever. How's it going, Eeks? I have air conditioning, so I have no problem. Fuck I, you, man. Yeah. Well, I had air conditioning in my office, but walking here, I don't have air conditioning. Are you wearing like linen shirts and pants or um, like were you prepared to walk or is it more of like a, you're going to suffer? I have jeans on, which is not yeah, the best choice. Suffer. Um, I have a linen blend shirt, so that would have been okay. Um, but my like I went out at lunch and like my my I was like sweating through my skin. Like it was awful. I mean, that is how sweat works. Yeah. Yeah. I try to not do that, though. You know, Bruce Lee covered up. He had his sweat glands removed at one point. How I don't think. Uh, I don't think uh, that's not possible. For a human. Yeah, he because uh, he didn't want to sweat while he was on, uh, like on camera, and so he had his sweat glands removed. And that a lot. And so the thing I was the podcast I was listening to uh, theorized that that may have been one of the reasons that led to his premature death. Yeah, well, it has to have. It has to yeah, have sure, because, because you need to sweat. <laughs> yeah, like dogs don't last in the heat. Like you can't leave a dog in the sun for a, for a mm-hmm. certain amount of hours; they'll die. Right? They can't sweat. Yeah. Uh, pigs also Only the same thing. Only under his armpits. Shade. Yeah, well, but those are big ones. Those are like they're kind of important. And it was oh yeah, because he would have to like, death. yeah, he would have to like re- like remove them from all over his body. That's probably impossible. But yeah, under yeah. the armpits, I've heard that before. Like I've heard of people putting like Botox injections there so they stop sweating there. That sounds terrible. Yeah, because it blocks your it clogs your pores. Just hit up some lady speed stick. I've go. never been like a like a armpit sweater. Like I'm yeah. sweating now, but like my armpits are good. I've never I don't, been an I don't I'm, sweat it a always ton. comes up with my hair. I don't sweat a ton, to be honest. For, for a big dude, I don't sweat much. Duke carries around a sweat towel at all times. All times. Um, he went to see my friend's little, my friend's son's little league game, and he was sitting in the stands. And my friend's like, "Oh yeah, your brother came to uh, to my kid's game." I was like, "Awesome, how'd it go?" He's good. It's just your brother, he had a, a a towel around his neck, and there appeared to be what looked like rib sauce at the ends <laughs> of it. He had like. So, and I know my brother, he got into the car with his sweat towel, pulled up at the, the field, looked in the mirror, realized he had rib sauce stuck to his face, wiped it off, and now it's all over his towel. That, that's, yeah, that's that Duke. was Duke's day. And then he's going to use that towel to wipe his face yeah. and the whole thing. So, all of something that a normal human being would not do. Yeah, that's, that's basically him. Um, I, saw, I saw a movie this week. Um, not Space Jam. Not Space Jam. I watched a lot of movies. I've been... I've been uh, I've been actively going to watch movies that are uh, rated below 40% on Rotten Tomatoes whether right. and to ascertain whether or not they're accurately poorly rated. Someone's gonna, somebody's got to watch them. 
Somebody's got to watch them. Somebody has to watch them. There we go. And I'm that guy. Um, and one of the movies was Never Back Down. It was on Netflix, so I didn't have to rent it or anything, so that was awesome. I loaded it up, and halfway through the movie, I was like, who is this movie for? And I'll, I'll t- tell you why in a second. But the reason why I'm, I'm wait- delaying it is because as I'm watching it, I realize, oh, this movie's exactly for Terry. Um, no, it's not. Nope. <laughs> I just the only people I think would like it is the the MMA fan who says, "How come there's not the exact movie, The Karate Kid, but with MMA fighting?" It doesn't work. So is this why this movie failed terribly? <laughs> but it failed they, they terribly. Made, they made three sequels. It failed terribly because The Karate Kid would get into MMA. Okay. If you know what I mean, right? It's not yeah. the MMA kid that gets into MMA. No, but he's not. He's like a boxer who who like gets converted. Oh, okay. uh, <coughs> not even sorry. He's a football player who like kind of trained a little bit in boxing, and like he had a viral video that went fa- that went big because like he punched another football player. Well, but I mean, it's got it was... all the same beats. It's a single mom, new town, gets bullied, joins a gym, foreign trainer. This one from Senegal teaches him a new martial art. Bunch of montages, which is the best part of any movie. Yeah. Um. Then, then he goes shows up to this competition, and. Kind of wins. Um, and yeah, and the best part of the I movie I like that. Kind of wins, you know? Well, he kind of wins because what ends up happening is um, the other guy that he was that he wanted to fight the whole time gets disqualified. Um, and, and so the way I remember their names are the genetic clone of Tom Cruise is the good guy. And the bad yeah. guy is extra squinty Paul Walker. Eagle, um, can we get the cast of this movie, please? I want to see this. Yeah, well, um, the only one I recognized was what's her name? Um... Can we get it on screen? Eagle, you can you can get the names in the meantime. I looked right out. So you sound super excited, oh, Eagle. Oh, wow. <laughs> Thanks right, for the Poke- uh, effort to... Pokemon's boring today, Eagle, or what? <laughs> no, this story uh, is boring. This is what happens when you have too what much air conditioning. What is called? The actual name of the movie? Never, never back, down. back Down. Never Back Down. Never Back Down 1 or Never Back Down 2? The just first go one. to 1 because 2 is probably just as worse. It's a different cast completely. Yeah, oh, even... 2008. Another sign of why I wouldn't watch it. See, yeah. I watch it, it Man. You know, they have three of the same characters all the time. Then it's the family, yeah. and then all the other guys change. Fine. Like, like Fast and Furious. Sean like Fast and Ferris, Furious. Amber Heard. Amber Heard, that's Cam it. Cam I want to see their faces, Eagle. That's why I asked you to put it on screen. Great. Wikipedia doesn't have their faces because they're nobodies. Well, that's, <laughs> where you go to, that's where you go to something called the inter- International Move, Internet Movie Database. Even there, it doesn't have their pictures. That yeah, they're, they're really... Right. So but one guy looks right, basically you're, you're, like a genetic 2021 clone. great so far for producing. Probably a D plus, I'd say. D plus. <laughs> yeah. Easy. Easy. Here. There you go. That's, hey, now, you got a, now you're a D minus. Because that's better. There we go. So Sean Ferris, he's the guy who looks like Tom Cruise. Yeah, he does a little bit. Amber Heard's Amber Heard. And... So I, I knew that that actor, the guy from uh, Lord of War, was in it. Okay. I knew that he was in it. Uh, the, all the rest of these guys have no idea. Is there well, any Ken, actual fi- people that know about fighting in this movie? I don't think so. Amber Heard's beautiful. There's, uh, yeah, she is. There, there's Cam, also, Cam there's also nobody who knows anything about writing in this movie because they just took the exact script of The Karate Kid. Like, it's, it's almost word for word. Think about MMA movies. They're very hard to replicate. So, like, Foxcatcher was kind of an MMA movie, which was a very good movie. Got nominated for Oscars and all that shit. Awesome movie. If you have a chance to go watch it, it's a true story. It's about uh, it's about the the story of how Dave Schultz, uh, crazy one of the best wrestlers of all time, gets shot by his trainer. Anyway, it's a fucked up story. Uh, I so vaguely Foxcatcher, remember 
hearing that story. Um, yeah, yeah. It's I haven't seen story. the movie though. I, I, Steve, I heard the story. Steve Carell plays the guy uh, John something, the guy, the trainer. It, he's just a fucked up guy. Steve Carell plays him perfectly, uh, and Mark Ruffalo plays Dave Schultz. It, and and um, Mark Ruffalo plays Dave Schultz, and Channing Tatum plays um, his brother. I, f- I have him on Twitter. I don't know why I'm blocking. Anyway, whatever. Um, maybe we'll get another stupid YouTube comment. Um, yeah, so that's a good movie, MMA movie. There's also uh, a good TV show, MMA TV show. is called Kingdom with like yeah, – I um, heard that's great. I heard that's That's great. really good. That's with uh, Frank Grillo. Like that's fucking – I love that show. Like I – I'm mad how fast I sped right through it. Like that's how yeah. good it was. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a few. Warriors are pretty good. It's a little inaccurate with some of the with some of the things that they're talking about in the movie, but uh, it's pretty. It's a pretty good MMA movie. That's with uh, Tom Hardy and the one of the bad guys from uh, Smoking Aces. I always forget his name. And also uh, the the father's Nick Nolte, which is means you have to watch the movie. Yeah. Well, so. now that you're saying Nick Nolte, it's it's a must watch. Yeah, he's amazing. He's a gem. Yeah. So there's there's like a handful of good MMA movies, but. Uh, I don't consider those martial arts movies. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, so like I heard that specifically about Kingdom Hearts. Like MMA is like the backdrop, but it's more about the family itself, and you know. Uh, you know what? I'd say it's like a, a real fifty-fifty because like yeah. every every episode, there's like something about a fight, either mm-hmm. training for a fight or actual fight. There's there's UFC fighters in the show. Uh, Brian Callen, who's a comedian, but he's also involved. He's like known in the MMA community because of his podcast with Brendan Schaub, and he's good friends with Joe Rogan. Like he's in the show, he plays really well. Uh, the women in the show are beautiful. Uh, Frank Grillo is a beautiful man, and he is actually he actually's been he's been a boxer for years. He's changed yeah. jiu-jitsu, you know. So like, it's a lot of guys, but it's it's not the same. It's not the same. You could there's some cheesy moments in it, and it's a little stereotypical, like the tattoos on the MMA guys and stuff. You know what I mean? But for the most part, it's a pretty good show, and I'm a big fan. It's rare. It's rare Definitely. to get it. We'll have to see how many dragon tattoos we can see in there. Um... Eagle, I think it's time we get to the news. Ah, Terry's the news. Not a big week for news, but um, some stuff did happen. It was the uh, Hall of Fame induction for the NFL. Uh, I was happy to see Jimmy Johnson get in personally. Obviously, he's a coach of my Miami Dolphins. And my uh, Dallas Cowboys. And yes, true. And your Dallas Cowboys, too. Um, more su- more successful with my Dallas Cowboys? Well, because, you know, the Dolphins. Although, um, <laughs> they you Dolphins. told a story about another Hall of Famer. And not in a speech or anything, but just as part of the media tour. He told a, a story about how he, when he was with the Dolphins... The one trade he regrets not making, and it would have cost him like every draft pick, was to acquire Peyton Manning to succeed. Uh, it would have been to acquire the Ray pick Fickle. that would have been Peyton Manning to succeed Dan Marino. And that uh, would have been awesome. <laughs> that would have made me very happy for a long time. Instead, the Dolphins had guys like Cleo Lemon play quarterback. Who did they draft that year? I, I, I don't know. We can look it up. 1998. There was another. Uh, there was a. There was another couple of stories he was telling about his relationship with uh, Wayne Heisinger. Uh Wayne Heisinger was uncommonly kind as a owner to, of a team. Do you have it? You have it, Eagle. With the 29th pick, the Miami Dolphins selected a running back from Mississippi, John Avery. Oh, John Avery! Yeah, he was 
fine. Probably had like what, like six years in the NFL kind of thing. Maybe I don't think I, he got I, I, deal. I vaguely remember John Avery from Madden '64. Like vaguely. I think he even ended up in the CFL. If I'm he did. He played yeah. one year with the Dolphins, one year with the Broncos, and he ended up with the Chicago Enforcers. Then the Edmonton Eskimos, then the came back into the NFL for a year with the Minnesota Vikings, and oh. then ended his career with the Toronto Argonauts for three years. There we go. Anyone oh, ever cut? Yeah, nice hey. guy. Hey, Mazel Um But he, he went on to tell the story about, because um, Jimmy Johnson's son, uh, one of his sons struggled with addiction, and uh, Jimmy one of Jimmy Johnson's greatest regrets was that he wasn't around more often, and now in his retirement, he's become a much softer, kinder human than he was, uh, sort of that tough-as-nails coach as he was known for. Um, and he told the story about how... Um, once in a while, Wayne Heisinger would do things like he would let him use his private jet to go to his when his mom was sick and to go to his mom's funeral. And he would keep leaving him notes that would say QTL, quality time left. And he would tell him, like, listen, man, we're old men. We're not going to last a lot longer. You need to focus on what's how much time you have left <laughs> with your family. And he he let him retire without, uh, you know, and paid out the rest of whatever he owed him. He didn't. There was no penalty in the contract. He let him go when he wanted to go. He he uh, he bought him jet skis at one point because he's okay. like, you need to find hobbies, you need to find things outside of football that are gonna make you happy. Uh, imagine Jimmy Johnson's hair on a jet ski. Just oh, like, it must be glorious. It must be glorious. And Terry Bradshaw must be so jealous. Oh yeah, for sure. Super Terry Bradshaw is like, it's coming out the back, like. Yeah. <laughs> um, I like. I, I, what did you think of the speeches? I like that they made the speeches shorter. I I very much appreciate a short speech. Yeah. Because there's nothing. Listen, if you're gonna go. Like full on, like Ray Lewis, like Manning and Ludwig. I didn't watch all of them, so I can't really tell you about all of them. But like, apparently, Charles Woodson sang to his mom. I didn't see that part. Um, like, little part. things like that are cool, you know, if they're gonna go a little longer. And I don't mind if you're unique about it, but if you're just out there just throwing names out, but like the way Peyton Manning did it was like he named, he told the story and he named yeah. a bunch of people in the Hall of Fame. Like, that's pretty cool. Like, at least it, you know, it keeps us engaged. But like there's some of them that they're listen, it's up for the it's it's all for them, right? Like it's their show, they yeah. can do whatever the fuck they want. It's their it's finally only about them. Before it was about the team and all that shit. Now it's finally just about them and they've succeeded to get to that point. So take all the time you want, do whatever you gotta do. But yeah, sometimes if you if you're trying to keep people engaged, then yeah, tighten it up a bit, you know. Like I always, I, I always think back to the Michael Jordan Hall of Fame speech and to me it should have been cut much shorter because it changed how everyone saw him. Like everyone, and like his, his image only recently recovered, but for a while people were like, wow, he's kind of a dick. Like well, then after asshole. last dance, everybody's like, well, he, he's actually, well, but like, it's, it's weird because <laughs> the same thing people criticized him for at one point, he then got praised for during the last dance. And that's yeah. just the character he was, but he, he, his Hall of Fame speech was bizarrely petty. Like he invited the high school coach that cut him to sit there so he can berate him during the speech. It was really weird. Really weird. Why would um, you show up? I don't know. I I totally would have done that though. I don't know. That's a power move right there. I, I don't. Uh, see, I don't like, think so. I think like nah, you're giving that dude too much power. Like, like why are yeah. you even acknowledging him? He's a nobody. You know. Uh, because he's already defeated everybody. Like he's like, well, I've already beaten fucking Bowser. So like, well, who's next? Let me go back in time and beat the first guy that I wanted to beat. You know? Well, what about you know, uh, North Korea? <laughs> Get off your ass, yeah. Jordan. Come on, yeah, you're supposed to be the something goat. About that. Um, Peyton Manning. Did you, he, awesome. did you hear that 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 woman on Joe Rogan? By the way, North Korean woman. I didn't. 
Oh my god. If yeah. you have three hours. I don't ever, but I saw take, I take saw it was trending. To listen to it. I saw it was trending, um, but I have, I didn't hear it. So there's one part that I have to share before we get yeah, into yeah, the rest ahead. of the questions. So there's one part that traumatized me. And there's like a lot of them that traumatized me, but this one was like the most. So the government of North Korea, the regime, is that they they ask that each family provide six, a, a ton of shit. I think it's like every like three months or something. I don't I don't think she said a time, but they need to give a ton worth of shit because they have no fertilizer. They have nothing to cultivate. Right. So they take human shit. So people you have to lock up your shit. You have to bury it in, in pails and stuff because people steal your shit. Like when you, I say he stole my shit, like he didn't steal my pen. It's actually shit. Like this is yeah. what they're living through. And I feel like I could crazy. easily like produce for me and my neighbors. Like easily. Oh. I, I take so many dumps. Oh, definitely. Over the weekend, I must have taken a ton of shits. Yeah. Like I took a ton worth of shits. Yeah. Over the weekend for sure. I had the one. There's two logs in. Ooh. The North Korean government would appreciate your service there. <laughs> yeah. Like two Lexington steels down there. That's nice. what it was. Nice. Yeah. You, you realize that's a thousand kilograms of shit, right? That's a one lot weekend. of shit. One a weekend. lot. Give me yeah. some beers. One weekend. Easy. Uh, uh, the, um, and some chewing tobacco. Peyton Manning had a had a, a nice part of his speech that I really liked. He, he's he's a charming dude. He's funny. He's great. Um, he, yeah. he he addressed Tom Brady directly in, in, uh, in this part of his speech. Next year, acceptance speeches will probably shrink to four minutes. And speaking of rivals, my good friend Tom Brady is here tonight. By the time he is inducted, Jason Witten. By the, by the time Tom Brady is inducted in his first year of eligibility in the year 2035, <laughs> he'll only have time to post his acceptance speech on his Instagram account. Next year. It was a dad joke, yeah. but it was good. But like, it was a dad joke, but it was a very good dad joke. It fits the environment, right? Like, yeah. like it, it, that's the kind of place where you sort of, you want sort of heartwarming, you want... Uh, you want dad jokes, you know what I mean? Like it's it's Bob Saget hour, and I I enjoyed yeah. it. Um, it was just it was nice to see, and I thought it was again. I hate this because it's another thing that Tom Brady does that's super cool, and like it, he's a good guy, right? Like it's it, it appears from all accounts he seems to be a nice dude. Everybody likes him, and he keeps doing stuff like this. Like man, I liked it better when you were lame and never said anything, and like. He shows up looking good, good as hell. He's having a good time. He's smiling. Um, he's enjoying the crowd booing him, and he he actually took time out of his day to go celebrate with with Peyton Manning. You know, so that's that was really cool. Am I the only yeah, one yeah. who thinks his hair is really fucking weird though? And that oh, because like, like the amount of work there. being done to Tom Brady. Yeah, like, the, like it, the, the lack of wrinkles is not by different. accident, Eagle. His face looks so different, man. It's not even yeah. the same person anymore. He looks like a different person, exactly. Yeah. His like, face his I know people frozen. think Paul McCartney was replaced in the Beatles, but you can make a case that Tom Brady was replaced halfway through his career, and I kind of believe it. I yeah, yeah. Believe. I'd be like, listen, there's nothing to tell me that it isn't true. Yeah. Plus, he was in that cloning movie, so, that cloning show. Like, that's him today. Like, look how frozen his face is. Yeah. His jawline is different. So, more. It's actually uh, scary to look at. Yeah. Freakier, is freakier Halloween like mask, thicker than what it used to be. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, freakier Halloween mask. Uh, Tom Brady's face or Jerry Jones's face? Can I take Peyton Manning's forehead? 
<laughs> Only with the pink stripe. With the, with I, the I, I'd come go off. Tom Brady just for the realism because like a, a mask would probably look exactly like what he looks like. Yeah, that's fair. Whereas, where like where Jerry Jones's face, like you're not gonna get all those like little old person marks, you know? Hmm. Like you won't get as many as you actually need to really you, you portray. Might, uh, the thing is, is. With, with Jerry Jones, like people might think you're going as the crypt keeper. You know, so like that, the confusion as to what you what you might be. Um, Jerry Calvin Jones, Johnson, Jerry Jones, and Jimmy Johnson squashed their beef, so that's good. Well, apparently, Jerry, um, Jimmy Johnson said that he still hasn't been invited on Jerry Jones's podcast. Um, I don't even know Jerry Jones had a podcast. Apparently, he has a podcast. I would never or a radio show. I don't know if it's it's probably a radio show. Uh, it's, I know he. So they have a Dallas Cowboys uh, a radio channel, and okay. it, it plays like so. He, but he's on it like once a week. Yeah. So Jerry, so Jimmy Johnson the. Greatest coach in Cowboys history has never been on <laughs> because of their beef. Well, um, you're you're really throwing shade at Dave Campo, man. Yeah, right. yeah, that's fine. And Barry yeah. Switzer too. Well, I mean, at least Barry Switzer had a huge cock. Yeah, at least he was that. <laughs> Not Charles Haley. Not Charles Haley, big, but kind oh, of. Charles Haley definitely had. A yeah, was a monster. Um, Calvin Johnson also retired, and well, also sorry, also into the Hall of Fame. Um, he retired five years ago. For some reason, it feels like it happened thirty-six years ago. Did he thank Tony Scheffler? I don't remember. Because he was on part of my take, and they asked, they're like, you got to do us a favor. Like, do you have any space in your speech for like one more name? And they're like, uh, he's like, yeah, I think I do. And he's like, okay, you got to thank Tony Scheffler. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, why? You got to do it, man. You gotta, so I want to know if he actually did it. I'm going to listen to it just to see if he did it. I, don't, I, don't, I wasn't listening for it, so I, did, I don't know. If you thank Tony Scheffler, that'd be amazing. That like part of my take, guys, like Big Cat has a say in Hall of Fame speeches. It'd be pretty good. It'd be pretty good. <laughs> It'd be pretty good. Um, Edron James had had a couple of parts of the speech that I found really uh, really engaging. He he had an interesting story. He was like running crack rocks at ten years old because like drug dealers just thought, well, they're not going to harm this kid. But you know, crack fiends might harm a kid. Where's really he bad. from? What part is he? Miami. I feel Miami. like he's a Miami kid. Yeah, he played yeah. for Miami, right? So he did. He went to Miami too. And apparently, there's an like, area when he started going to play in Miami. When he like showed up at the campus, he was super ripped, and he had never been to the gym. He used to work in watermelon trucks, like that was his job, like yeah, like loading watermelons and unloading watermelons. I imagine you get ripped if you do that job. The genetics on that kid, probably, yeah, probably. insane. But but like, there's an area in Miami. It's like I don't know if it's like Dade County. There's an area, and it has the most NFL play first round picks mm -hmm. out of any city in the country. Yeah, and it's it's like a little corner of Miami, like Antonio Brown, Edron James, like uh, Willis McGahee, like all these guys come out of this little area. It has the most first round picks that come out of that area. It's crazy. It's all the crack running. Yeah, apparently. I, and the watermelon jumping. Apparently, like just throwing them over trucks is fucking. He had uh, so he had this this part of the speech. I thought I thought was really fun. Proudly represent the real you. Follow your dreams, aim high, and create the life you want to live. And to all those who have been judged prematurely because of their appearance, the way they speak, where they come from, and in the minds of many should be locked up in prison, I represent us. I'm forever immortalized, locked up in the Candy Correctional Institution. <laughs> Inmate number 336 in the Pope Football Hall of Fame. My career started with gold teeth, and ended with this gold jacket. Good night and God bless. That is perfect. That, that's the best. That's the best walk off to any speech ever. I think. I loved it. I loved it. And like it's it just it shows like 
recognition of knowing how his life could have been different and, yeah. and seeing where it is and at the same time well, it'd be lighthearted and not like over the top yeah. and he, he used to like really struggle speaking to the press and he had like a, a speech impediment so you sh- you can see like how much work he put into that it's super cool it was he, such a cool moment for a guy who was like super super deserving yeah, yeah. rumor is he took a watermelon to the face early on and <laughs> up his mouth so he couldn't pronounce words that's why he got the gold teeth <laughs> growing up I played uh, playing football I had a coach he got like a D1 offer to Kansas he played for, he was a linebacker at Kansas from Montreal and he um, yeah, I remember we, we used to, there was one game I was suspended because I was an asshole and he uh, so he drove me I wasn't allowed on the team bus so he drove me to the game and we were talking. He was and he was telling me um, he the best football players he's ever played with, and the best players in the world aren't in the NFL. And I'm like, where are they? He's like, they're in jail. It's just it's because circumstance of where they're from. Some guys don't get the break. Some guys end up falling back into what they what they were doing. Like it's just it's a reality of it. There's a dude. I think no, I think it was Calvin Johnson who said that um, the ten guys because Calvin Johnson was also really good at basketball. He yeah. said the ten guys he knew that were the best basketball players and best football players didn't include him. And all these guys were in prison. And that's, that's crazy. And that say just, that Calvin Johnson some, saying that. Yeah. About his, that uh, level of athlete is saying that, you know, because I, I consider like Calvin Johnson, like top five best athlete I've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, actually, there was a Twitter question today. Who's the best athlete I've ever seen in person? Uh, I put Denard shoelace Robinson. Okay. He was a quarterback from Michigan and I remember he him. was, he was just unbelievable. Like he was, the reason why I brought him up because it, it was the first thing that came to my mind. I'm like, I'm not going to change that answer. I'm not going to go deep and think because that's the answer. If that's the first person that, that I thought of, that means he made an impact. I mean, the athletic ability. Also, RG3, I saw him his freshman year at Baylor. He played against the University of Connecticut. We went to go watch that game. He was unbelievable. Donald Brown saw him. Like, there's a lot of athletes that I've seen in person. Like, I've even seen, like, Rafa Nadal just throw it out there. That guy's a crazy athlete, yeah, too. So. I think that I've seen in person, it would probably be a Georgia Bulldog. Like Nick Chubb or DeAndre Swift, those guys are yeah. freak athletes, right? Like, uh, yeah, I can't th- like because I've been to see NBA games, but I can't think. I would probably, I probably would have said Anthony Davis, but he was injured, and I got stuck in traffic and didn't make it for the start of the game, and he was out by the time I got there. Well, the I'm thing not is, that, Dwight Howard. How do you? No, no way. I saw Dwight Howard live too, and I wasn't even that impressed. I was more impressed by his size. But how, you can't say like who's the best athlete because like, what are you measuring? It's just your eyes. Right. So like yeah. the way I, th- I was thinking about it is which athlete made the biggest impact on me when I watched them play. And it was Denard Robinson. Like he, that year was unbelievable. How good my, he was. My thing brother is up there for me too. Oh, like, if you want to talk about hockey. Yeah. There's yeah. definitely Pavel Bure, you know, like there's yeah. a guy that shocked me watching him play. Jeff you know? Sanderson, because I, I used to go see the Whalers and Habs every year. And I thought Jeff Sanderson got 300 points a season because he would light up. Habs. <laughs> He, he was so fast, Jeff Sanderson, yeah. too. He's like one of the fastest players in the NFL in the NHL back then. A guy like Russ Cordell growing up watching him too. Like he was a crazy athlete. And then you talk about like I saw Nicholas Macrozanaris. He was like a, a he was a sprinter for for Canada. Like, like he was pretty impressive to watch live. You know, like so there's little little things like that. But it's it's crazy how uh, the difference, but how good these people are. Yeah. Like compared compared to like everyday average Joe's keyboard warriors, weekend warriors like us. Um. Well, Maurice Joseph, Corey Joseph, I saw them before the before Corey played in the NBA, so that's up there for me because yeah. I saw them play at like Jerry Park. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's that. Um, yeah, I think that's about it in terms of like who have actually seen it. Uh, Pablo Sandoval was actually really impressive. I couldn't believe how graceful 
a guy that big can move. Um, because you know he's fat, right? <laughs> yeah. But I, he was still fielding in third base. This is when he was younger. Now, of course, he's super old. But uh, when he was younger, he was a good fielder. Um, oh, he was great. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm trying to think of any like any baseball players that I saw, like. He's suspended. Oh, Vlad Guerrero. We saw Vlad Guerrero in person. Oh, Vladi, yeah. Vlad, Sorry, for like sure. that, that, that wins, right? In baseball? Yeah. Like, oh, but he wasn't Pedro like... Martinez Pedro Martinez. Pitching. Yeah. But these are great players, but like when we're talking about athletic ability... But, but Vlad's overall athleticism was nonsense. It was good, but he wasn't like a fast runner. No, but everything else. Like he was strong. He was tall. He, he could hit I, a ball. His hand-eye coordination was insane. It was the, crazy. I saw he him... He hit a home we, run off a ball that bounced before the plate. Yeah, that's nuts. That's crazy. I remember in MLB the show one year, his strike zone was the was like the entire thing. Yeah, it was as big as he it could able, get. He was able to hit it anywhere. Um, but there was one we went to go watch a Cactus League game. He was playing for the Angels at the time, and we got seats in like right field, right at the gate. And he and he took a ball from the corner of the right field, like to literally the ball was wedged in the corner, turned around and and won through it, got the guy out at third. Yeah, no bounce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was in the Arizona State Stadium, so it wasn't an MLB stadium, so it was a little smaller, but still, still. no bounce from the tip all the way to the fucking to third base. We were freaking out. We we're like, well, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's insane. It's insane. Um, Xavier Howard, speaking of great athletes, he came to terms with the Dolphins. They found a way to make it all work out. Um, so Q, Q Eagles uh, spelling mistake. Um, <laughs> Xavier N. Howard. And this one's actually his mistake, actually. I looked in the script. I spelled it right. Um, <laughs> so, it's true. So it's the second player in short order in the NFL that we see sort of doing the player empowerment thing. We saw with Aaron Rodgers. We see with Xavier Howard. And well, this I year. Think, yeah, and like, but like within like a couple months, right? So like yeah. I think this is going to start happening uh, more and more. And like he didn't – Xavier Howard did in a weird way where he kind of called out Byron Jones and saying like, Look, you look at all the stats, and I outperformed him in all the advanced analytics, and, and he was short, so like I want to make super... as much money as possible. So, and I, I, pr- I propose a lot of different ways the team could do it, and it wouldn't hurt against the cap. It would be a lot of inf- incentives and more guaranteed money uh, versus a lot of money that's not guaranteed. Yeah, and, and so Byron Jones, like I was a big fan when the Cowboys let him go. Mm-hmm. I realized why they let him go. He's like super injury prone, and. Yeah. Um, and he's a great talent, like super fast, like a very good cover guy. I was a big fan of him. Played, played at Connecticut, you know what I mean? So I kind of had that, uh, like I'd seen him play live. So like it was, you know, I like Byron Jones. But um, yeah, Xavier Howard is like a much better, if you want to talk about player, like he should have gotten that contract, you know. But it all falls on when, you know, and I'm saying he should have gotten the contract that Byron Jones got in the moment, you know yeah. what I mean? So um, like there's no reason why. But it's just, it's it's like... If I look at what's his name, Pete Alonso, like Pete Alonso is still getting paid like league minimum, and he's the home run derby twice. You know what I mean? So like he ma- he's I think made more money by winning the the home run derby than he's made in his MLB career. Yeah, yeah, you brought it That's up a insane. couple weeks ago. That's fucking nuts to me. And so there's that. Like his time's gonna come. Like he's gonna get his big payday. That's for sure. So just Xavier's didn't come yet, but good on him for saying, you know what, it hasn't come yet, but this is a fucking dangerous ass sport. I want my money today. Like that's yeah. what it is. So I, I I agree with you. I am worried, though, that this does open up a can of worms of a contract is no longer a contract. But they're right? not. They're already not because the, the NFL not. teams can cut them at any point. I understand and they just, that. But, that's why they but, negotiate their guaranteed money. Yeah. 
But that, I think that's the point, right? If I say you're on a four-year deal at this salary and we both agree to it and two years in, you're unhappy, well, we have a contract, right? It's like saying the guy who's coming to cut your grass is charging you 50 bucks a shot and suddenly he's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to charge you 200 bucks. But right? it's like, also, no, we agree it's also like saying that you have a contract for where you work and then you want to go work somewhere else and the place you work at says you can't leave. Agreed. No, I but, get, I get but, what Eagle's saying. I get what you're saying. Not that you can't leave. It's just that you need permission to leave because it's... Yeah. You're, you're, think of it this way. You're not changing jobs. You're changing departments. Well, you're changing jobs, though. Are it's you? also... You're working Eagle, for a different company. Are you? You're still working for it's the It's complicated. It's, you, I know. In a sense, yes. In a sense, yes, because it's a collective... Because then the opposite can happen is if I overpay a player and he's not performing, I can say, give me back my money. Well, they, they kind of do because there's not a lot of guarantees in the NFL the same way there are in other sports. Right, so like, yeah, yeah but I, I don't want to cut him. I just want to like in, in the NBA, for example, you get caught with dead money often, so much so that they become trading values. But that's my um, point, though, right? You're never going to see a, a team like in the NFL. You can cut a player, so I guess yeah. that's like the extreme. But like, you're never going to you're going to see a team ask to renegotiate to bring it back down or whatever to make room for the team or whatever. But the cap, yeah, you see which happens ask, often. Like, other than quarterbacks or like big stars, you never see a player asking for less money because they're not pl- playing well right no yeah, but, but listen it's listen, not incumbent on the player to ask for less money it's incumbent on the exactly, player to ask for yeah, more exactly money. yeah it's so listen if i'm a if i'm a if i'm a, like a uh, an owner eags and i and i decide to pay this player this amount of money then i owe him that amount of money you know what i mean yeah. like i'll give you the, i'll give you the dana white uh, example uh when what's his name um who's the boxing promoter the old man the doofus uh, bob Arum. Okay. So Bob Arum came out and said, um, and right in front of Bud Crawford, like right in front of him, saying like, this guy doesn't sell pay-per-views. Like I have a house to pay for. I have all this to do. Like I can't pay him the money because I have to pay him like all this stuff. And then Dana White's like, that guy's a fucking idiot. He's like, the fighters shouldn't care about how I get the money. I have to pay them. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then it's on them to renegotiate when their time is up. He's like, that's that's on the, that's on the fighter. He's like, but I have to t- make sure that whatever I agree to, I pay them. And the same thing in the NFL. The owners have to pay whatever they agree to. That's obvious. They can't not. But the player, after a couple of years, can be like, "Listen, my worth has changed. I'm not. I'm gonna sit out. If you don't want, you don't have to pay me while I sit out. So there's that. So either you let me walk, or you get something for me, or I sit out until like until my contract expires, and well, then I'm able to go anywhere else I want. And the players are realizing that they're they're they create value by sitting out because. Every day that you don't trade them and every day you hang on to them and don't renegotiate, if they're sitting out, then basically like you either have to trade them or live with the fact that, that this person's not on your roster, right? And, and, yeah. and how that in fact implement, uh, uh, you know, impacts your, your salary cap and, and all that. And Xavier Howard did it perfectly. Yeah. It, was a well, it was a well-written statement to the public. He has he was valid in every point that he made. He he didn't he didn't he didn't say uh, I'm sitting out whatever. He's saying I want my worth. He didn't do anything wrong. He followed whatever was in the the the, the CBA. He, he he's following the rules that were set in place by the NFL and the NFLPA. So like there's nothing he didn't really do anything wrong. Good on him for finally getting paid. And that that's the only thing. I'm never gonna like Alex called Alex the answer and called John Jones a princess, the best fighter of all time, because he was asking for more money. I would never knock on anybody for going to going to get their value, no matter what it is. If John Jones thinks he's worth fifteen million dollars a fight, then he's gonna get fifteen million dollars a fight. Like, Sorry, that's Terry, just... there's, a, there's another shooting near my house again. It's the third in about oh eight months, which is bizarre because of 
I live in usually a fairly quiet area. Um, yeah, it's pretty fucked. Anyway, sorry about that. Um, no, I agree with you. I agree with you 100%. The, um, I, would, I would argue that Aaron Rodgers did it the right way too. Like, both guys didn't make a mess for their organizations. The information came out. Obviously, like, the information is being leaked, but they themselves didn't go out and make statements. And, and when they did, I felt that both statements were well-prepared. They weren't speaking off the cuff. Um, they, they didn't disrespect the, the, the franchises and the teams. They just said, listen, these are the things I want. These are the things I'm not getting. And so, obviously, this is not a happy work relationship for me right now. You know what I mean? So, I thought both guys did that particularly well. They did. So, I, I, I thought that was, uh, that was cool. The MLB had an interesting development over the last few days. Um, Lewis Brinson, who I can't even believe is still in the major leagues, um, came to bat. He's a black baseball player. And the fans in Colorado... Uh, a fan in Colorado, uh, at a time where it was pretty quiet, was calling out something that sounded like a racial slur. It turns out he was trying to get the mascot's attention. The mascot's name is Dinger. But it's funny because if you see the old guy, he's like, Dinger! Yeah. Dinger! And they're like, is he? What's he saying? You know, like yeah. it was. But if you're looking at the, the, like the, the, um, the broadcast cam, and yeah. you just hear, like, see the batter, like, stepping away from the bat and then hearing the word, you're like, what the fuck is yeah, going I, on? Like, well, because, again, so, like, the story broke before we knew what it was. So, like, I, you know, and Duke sent it to us. And I, I was, like, watching it in my work computer. And I was like, oop, turn this off. <laughs> <laughs> and so then I, I listened with my headset on and, like, I didn't hear Dinger. I was so relieved that the mascot's name was Dinger. Yeah. See, you know see. what I mean? Like, I was, like, really, really I'm like, fuck, this is going to be another situation. Like, well, but, like, I'm for every more live. Okay, I can actually play the video because there's no actual racial slur in here, right? It's so. true. Yeah, exactly. Three yesterday. Here's the 1 0. And again, it's 2 0. And this is not to pick on, on Ben. Hits today. Three yesterday. Here's the 1 0. And again, it's 2 0. And this is not to pick on on Hits today. Jesus. Three yesterday. Here's the 1 0. When I found out the mascot's name. And again, it's 2 0. And. This is not to pick on today. Three yesterday. Here's the one zero. So yeah. So maybe a bad name, name choice though, right? Yeah, I mean, listen, it's a great name. It's a great name. Call it him for a baseball mascot. It's a great name for a baseball mascot. Call him Triceratops. <laughs> yeah, that that can never go wrong. Yeah, exactly. Um, he's actually he's an awesome. Uh, I was watching clips of him, and he does this thing where for like three innings. He'll sit in one seat and just stare blankly. And so imagine like you're at a game and for three innings, a Triceratops doesn't move. Just stares with that stupid, cold, dead look in his eyes, staring at the game. Um, <laughs> That's too funny. Baseball awesome. games are the, are the best, man. Baseball yeah. so games are the best. One of the, uh, I call it the beat reporters in Colorado, apparently, found the identity of the fan. Didn't want to release it on Twitter because of Twitter mob and the whole mm -hmm. stuff. But he says... The guy was at his game with his wife and his grandkids, and all he wanted was a picture with them and yeah. Dinger. And he's like, "Yeah, like I just, I just shouted at him a few times, and then the game ended, and then Dinger walked away, and that was it." So feels bad about it, but yeah, kind of hilarious though. Yeah, ha but like it's it's weird that we got to the point that we need to be relieved that someone didn't do the basic thing of human decency and not be racist. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah, we got to that point, like. Thank you for just being a decent human being. I'm relieved. <laughs> Imagine how relieved he was. He's like, oh, thank God the mascot's name. You know, thank God somebody said something. I know. 
Yeah, he must have been living in terror for like, you know, three or four minutes. hours before it all got cleared up. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, and um, the, the the other big story, of course, of the week is Lionel Messi. Um, he's no longer going to be at Barca. Uh, he joined the organization as a child, um, and he had a teary-eyed goodbye. Uh, it looked. I don't believe he signed yet with PSG, but it, it's it's been confirmed. Yeah. Now. Oh, it's confirmed. Yeah. Okay. There Eagle, can you tell me the whole thing? Yeah. Eagle, can you tell me who the owners of Barcelona are? The actual owners? I have I have a theory yeah, because they're not able to pay a lot of guys. They're losing a lot of money, and I want to know why. So apparently, there's a cap in because the, they agreed to a contract with him, mm-hmm. and there's a, a cap that got instituted in the Spanish league, and the Spanish league refused to allow them to circumvent the cap, thus allowing the best player in or one of the best players in the world. To leave their league, I don't understand the business sense. Well, listen, he, he, it's not like he's getting younger. You know what I mean? Like the, they're going to have to move on from Messi to at a certain point. I mean, listen, he's still great. Like we, uh, Messi's one of the best players of all time, let alone right to today, right? So uh, Barcelona is has the Green Bay Packers model, where they're not owned by an individual person. It's like a collective uh, okay. group. He he even offered. He's like, I'll take a fifty percent paycheck uh, pay cut, and they just couldn't do it. Like yeah. that's how much he wanted important. to stay and. He plays for Argentina, but he's lived in Spain most of his life. He's more Spanish than Argentinian. But, um, you know, it's an end of an era, but it's part of the sport, too. Like, Ronaldo went from, from fucking sporting Lisbon, I think it was, to uh, Man- Manchester United, to Real Madrid, Juventus. You know what I mean? And he's probably going to play for somewhere else, too. Like, Ronaldo sort of, he, he, he took the LeBron James route where he's like, I'm going to go where the money is and I'll bring guys with, like, yeah. guys will follow me. Um, and still perform and still be one of the best. And then um, where Messi's like, I'll be like Kobe and just stick to one team my entire career. Speaking of looking completely different from when he was young, Ronaldo's got some work done, right? Like, Yeah, Ronaldo Ronaldo is like, he fixed his teeth. That's the biggest yeah. thing. Well, the uh, eyebrow too is weird. And his eyebrow, yeah. That's like, really it's, fucking... it's like stapled yeah. to his forehead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, uh, he's a fucking specimen though, man. That guy is a monster. You want to talk about like, like one of the most athletic guys in the world, it's him. Like he is crazy. You ever see that? There's like a, this YouTube thing they did where he, uh, they closed the lights in the middle of like a shot and stuff. They wanted to test him and see. So they would cross like like, they'd, like pretend kick a corner kick. They kick the corner and they would close the lights as soon as the ball's gone and he would still get the ball in the head. Like That's he would true. still be able to head the ball in the net with the lights off, completely dark, pitch black, shutters bang, and he would get them every single time. He'd be able to pinpoint. Uh, shots with the lights closed off free kicks and stuff bend it around the wall like he's a different person different animal completely yeah. different animal yeah freak athlete the uh, I know that David Beckham has um, been courting him to try and get him to join Miami FFC in the last stages of his career I'm talking about Messi yeah um, do you think he does that do you think he does the uh, MLS retirement tour 100% 100% that's, I think that's them... a huge star for and like oh, MLS yeah. needs a big star to go to Miami right like that's they need that market soc- to work soccer is huge in Florida for obvious reasons, right? There's a lot of, there's a Latin, there's a huge Latin community over there. You can go to LA, you can go to, um, uh, or Miami and you can get like big contracts. Like yeah. Steven Gerrard did it, you know, like David, Cass- not David Casillas, uh, David Villa did it. Like a lot of Kaká did it. Like a lot of guys went to the MLS and it's, you know, it's good money for them. Drogba came here, you know, to mm-hmm. Montreal. So Nesta. it's good money for them to end their careers and pff, there's nothing wrong with it. You're playing competitive soccer and you're the star. It's Latin. Slatan so came here and then went back. Yeah, because he was still too good to play in MLS. It's too good. <laughs> um, so let's, uh, let's get to – we don't have a guest this week. 
Um, so before we get to rapid fire, do you want to tell the good people uh, who we're presented by? We are presented by Hot Streak Fantasy. Visit the best freaking in-play sports betting app in the world. I'm not going to swear. I'll say freaking. Uh, Hot Streak Fantasy. Use Hot Sauce promo code. for They'll match your bonus. So you they'll match your, your deposit with a bonus. So you put 50 bucks, they'll give you 50 bucks to bet on. And uh, it's it's the best. Use the promo code Hot Sauce. Uh, we're getting a lot of good reviews from it. Like people are messaging me saying they love it. And, you know, I've told a bunch of guys about it. So it's, it's a growing app. They're in the MLB right now. The MLB is super fun because you can pick like fly ball out, uh, strikes, walks, home runs, singles, doubles, triples, whatever. You can pick all those and the odds just go up and up and up and up and up. Even on a $5 bet, you can 100, 125 bucks just betting on two guys. So, uh, it's worth it, man. Go check it out. Hot Streak Fantasy on iOS. Uh, use the promo code hot sauce and they'll match your initial deposit with a bonus for sure for sure um it's a lot of fun i enjoy it to be honest i i i mentioned last week i'm, I'm just keep losing money in baseball so far i i clearly don't understand the game the way i understand basketball <laughs> uh, but it's okay i'll make money in basketball yeah lose it in baseball reinvest you know but gamble that's responsibly that's, that's, that's the key um eagle semper rapid fire Yes, so we got six, if I can count properly for today. Let's go with... They're numbered, so you should just read them. But sometimes you number weird. Uh, Killer quotes. OJ Simpson was quoted as saying that he doesn't often go to L.A. because he fears he may be sitting next to, quote, the real murderer. Oh, my God, this guy. sitting next to the mirror? (laughs) This guy is a genius. Are we are we doing that again? Is it are, are are we siding with murderers and thieves? Yeah, yeah, he's a genius. Um, I don't know, man. Like Alex would call him a genius. Alex would call him a genius. <laughs> you, you literally got away with murder, and then you wrote a book on about it. I wrote you wrote a book, a book about, it. about it. How I would do it <laughs> if I was myself. If, if I if I did no, it was called if I did it. And and the way I remember the way the font was displayed on the book, the the big font was I did it. It was like, you know, if if was like small and I did it was giant. And I was just like, um, okay. Imagine the imagine they like find all this evidence and they can prove that he did it. And he's like, but I told you I did it like years ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, they found a bunch of evidence actually, um, and it just seems like a strange move to literally get away from get away with murder. Um, come out with that book. And then on top of that, also uh, having robbed a casino in Vegas, have your 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 uh, sentence shortened, and then every once in a while, still refer back to the murder that everyone knows you committed. It's a exactly. strange move. It's a strange move. So it's a, right, a porno move. Next, deleted tweet number one. Juventus has recently apologized for this tweet that I'm going to put on screen right now. Uh, from the women's account, uh, it shows defender Cecilia Salavai making a racist gesture, and who thought this was a good idea? I don't. I don't even know. Even the emoji. I don't even know. I don't even know. But what was the idea behind it, though? I, I, that, that's... Aha, Asian. But are they going to China or something? Uh, Is the team based in China? Like, no, no, what's the Chinese? I know, but what's the Chinese reference? <laughs> and what city is Juventus in? There's no city called Juventus in it. Um, yeah, I know, but they're in the same city as the other team. I forget where they're, where they're uh, located. Uh, Juventus um, is based in Torino. Torino, that's it. Yeah. Torino, that's it. So, like, where, where, why, how, all the questions. But also, there's a social media manager who said, yeah, 
this is a good idea. We're going to post this. Like, even <laughs> our social media manager wouldn't be dumb enough to do this. And, like, you know, the expectations yeah. are low. He's he's pro, he's anti-robbery. Like You know, he's pro-robbery. He's pro-robbery. Sorry. He's pro-robbery. Pro-robbery, pro-robbery against uh, athletes getting paid in college sports. <laughs> and maybe pro-OJ Simpson. And um, maybe pro I was going to say, maybe, maybe our intern is the murderer. And so that's who OJ is scared oh, of being around. That's true. That's why he's, he's in he's LA. In Baker's, he's in Bakersfield. There yeah, we go. So pretty close. An hour outside. There we go. Apparently, uh, the question from earlier, Terry, why can't people just do, you know, the thing where you're not racist? <laughs> Apparently, that's yeah. impossible. Yeah, it's just, it's like, you literally have to do nothing. To yeah, you just do, do less than just what you're already doing. Whatever you were doing, like that. Yeah. And you don't have to be racist. All right, the Lucid team. Despite the doubts, the U.S. men's Olympic basketball team did end up winning gold. I think the final score was like 89-82 over yeah. France. Mm. Uh, here they are celebrating from within the bus. Uh, I believe they're using LeBron James's uh, tequila. And just a bunch of gold medalists, man. Headed to get that gold, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Bunch of gold medalists, man. You know what I'm talking about? Bunch of gold medals. You know what I'm saying? And forty and, and, and Lobos in the cup. You know what I'm saying? Hey Brian. Hey Brian. Hey Brian. Hey Brian. You got that Lobos in this cup. Lobos in the cup, man. You know what I'm talking about? And just a bunch of gold medalists, man. So, you know, they were down at the tournament. Not one of the stronger American national teams, but they were still the better team, the best team. Yeah. It, the last game was weird. Rudy, like the, the rules are strange. Rudy Gobert is literally knocking balls off the top of the rim because that's legal. That's not goaltending in yeah. Olympic basketball. Um, it's really off-putting if you're used to watching the NBA uh, or even NCAA. Um, but I have a question though: if if the IOs, if the Olympics come to uh, North America, do they play North American rules or is the Olymp- is no, there it's Olympic Olympics rules? FIBA rules? Okay, okay, uh, it's a. But it's um, like a, you know, it was cool to see, um, and it was cool to see France push them, and and it's clear that the gap is shrinking between uh, the U.S. national basketball team and the rest of the world. I really want to hear what all those analysts want to say about. Oh, we should laugh at them for losing a game. Neil some more. Now what? Yeah. Now no, what? they'll just ignore it. You go. That's what they're gonna do. <laughs> uh, number four. Well, that's a crock. Uh, Matt Schneidman made a reference to being bullied when he received some fashion advice from the Packers quarterback with this tweet, which says, Hi Packers, I'm currently getting bullied by your starting quarterback at practice because I'm wearing Crocs with socks because I decided to wear comfortable footwear and don't need my bare feet sweating in this heat. Please consider internal discipline. Well, listen, first of all, if you're wearing Crocs Crocs with... Yeah. (laughs) First thing, don't wear Crocs. First thing, don't wear Crocs. Second thing is that... You don't have to wear Crocs if you're going to wear sandals, if you're going to wear socks. You know what I mean? Like you can wear socks with other shoes. Other footwear, exactly. With other footwear. You don't have to wear the Crocs. So like, yes, we can make fun of you for wearing Crocs and socks. Yeah. You, listen, there's, there are shoes where you can hide the fact you're wearing socks. You know, if you're wearing like uh, a loafer, you can wear the ballerina yeah. socks. I yeah. love that. That's a good combination. It looks yeah, like you're no wearing no shows, socks. Man. It's all about uh, no shows. Exactly. But a croc is a tough look because a it looks like garbage, and then b you have to go with no socks. That's just the way it you is. Have, just the way it is. To. I'm sorry, Matt Schneiderman. The athletics should fire you. They should consider internal discipline. <laughs> That's no. that. I, I never want to come after another man's job. But crocs are, are a fireball offense. Yeah, yeah, fireball offense. Easy. All right, 
Deleted tweet number two. LeBron James also had to delete a tweet quickly talking about the upcoming Lakers season, which says, Keep talking about my squad, our personal ages, the way they play, we're past their time in this league, etc., etc., etc. Do me one favor, please, and I mean please, keep that same narrative energy where when it begins. First of all, grammar is not his forte. That's yeah, all I yeah. ask. Hashtag I was gonna say you. like I was gonna say like I can give him a lesson in grammar. Like that's how bad it was. Yeah, uh, narr- it's, it's, narrative energy. It's social media grammar. Come on, don't no, be the social I, media grammar, please. This is this is what I think he wanted to say. He wanted to say keep that same energy, but knowing that that's like he wanted to use the word narrative so he can seem smarter because that's what LeBron does. Uh, also, is he talking about like one player? Is he talking about Russell Westbrook? I was gonna say it looks like Melo specifically. I was gonna say yeah, the way they play, Melo, we're past our prime, Howard, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Our personnel ages Westbrook. I don't know like who's who's he talking about here. Yeah, it's uh so I, like like we're doing the last show like it's it's a weird mix I think like I don't like it'll be a good fit for regular season I don't think it's a good playoff mix but again I was wrong about Rajon Rondo right I was wrong about how he was going to fit on that team two years ago uh you know and Westbrook is infinitely more talented that's like if you're talking about we talked about earlier best athletes you've ever seen Russell Westbrook might be the best athlete I've ever seen in the NBA oh, um, just overall. Talent, like like athleticism. He's not a great shooter. He's not he's not great at everything, but raw athleticism is insane. Um, oh, yeah, I don't know why he took the tweet down though. It's not really inflammatory. He just he said, took it down. He took it down him. twice. He, he twice? took it down twice. How yeah, he took down a tweet twice. I guess because he, he fucked it. Yeah, he typoed a bunch and then he took it down and then wrote that and then took it down. I guess because he was getting roasted for his grammar. And LeBron James can never look like he's not a smart person, right? He's made it abundantly clear for everybody to know that he's a smart guy and has a photographing memory. So he'll never let anybody roast him for not being intellectual. The, the photographic memory doesn't extend to grammar books. It's only... Uh, Unfortunately. Come on. Unfortunately. And last one for today. We usually try and wrap up with something not sports-related but hilarious. In this case, we kind of get both. Uh, you heard him. Colin Cowherd released a tweet with an announcement regarding his podcast network. I guess we're in competition with him now, so fuck Colin Coward. Yeah. Yeah, fuck him. That's it. But let's hear what he has to say. I'm in an especially good moods today. Because <laughs> we hired live moods. Check her stuff out. Newest member of the volume. She's good. Smart. Those are shit. We are lucky to have her. Next couple of weeks, <laughs> you're not going to believe what we're about to pull does off. He, does he Come light his you. cigars with like a, like a, like one of those lighters there? Like the cigarette like, like lighters? The crackhead lighter? Yeah. The clear one that never works yeah. properly? Yeah. Yeah. Clearly, yes. I think, he, I think he, that's what he does. Also, like, you don't have to continuously take puffs. You can take one big puff, let it out, finish your sentence. Like, I just had a cigar earlier. I'll probably have another one later. It's like, just enjoy it. You know what I mean? And he's just, he's so, he's so looking forward to just getting the next word out and how he wants to pump up his own. Who's Liv Moods, by the way? Never heard of this girl. Uh, well, she knows her shit. She knows oh, her shit. She must. Um, Colin I don't Coward say it properly, Pete. She knows her shit. Um, I'm, I'm in a good mood today. No, the, also, the like, is... there wasn't a lot of saliva buildup as usual, so maybe we should check on him. 
Yeah, I I just I was getting serious villain vibes. Like I was thinking of like Austin Powers, where they describe what they're gonna do, and thus allowing Austin Powers to escape. Right? Who like knows? That's, him and him and Skip podcast, it. He got his saliva glands taken out. That's true. Like Bruce Lee, there you go. full circle. Bruce Lee. Him and him and uh, him and Skip Bayless uh, have really mastered the heel of like sports talk radio. They yeah. really have. It's weird because I don't think I, Colin wasn't the heel originally, right? Like no, I was going to be the erudite Colin smart guy, guy, right? Before. Yeah. He was like the smart ass, you know, he made smart comments and stuff and he was good. But then like, you know, it, it got bigger than him. So he had to like match how big he became. So he just became this guy that everybody started roasting and he just jumped, he jumped, jumped along for the ride, you know, and it's made and him he's a, a per- lot of money. <laughs> yeah. He's a persona and that's fine with me. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Terry, thank you for everything you've done today. Thanks, MK, Mokan, for dropping in the studio. Mokan. Eagle, for all the work you've done. And, of course, thank you all for letting me be myself. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Uh, God Follow damn us it. on all our social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Join our community group. Uh, download all our episodes. Tell your friends. Buy our hot sauce using Hot Sauce Tenant, Mike's BBQ MTL.com. Join Hot Streak at hotstreak.gg using promo code Hot Sauce. They'll match your deposit. And all the other fun stuff that'll give us affiliation. Eagerly to promote it from now on. You say that every show. You've been listening to Hot Sauce Sports.